Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, it's Ed again. Let's go right to episode 327, titled, Paul's Trial Before Festus. You can find this in Acts 24 and 25. Felix, the Roman governor of Judea, was already a very unpopular leader. The Jews under his authority despised him. He realized that if he set the Apostle Paul free, they would start a riot, and such a disturbance would cause Caesar to think he was a weak ruler who could not control his subjects. He would be forced to give up his position and might even be put to death. So, although he found no truth in the allegations that the Jewish leaders were making against Paul, Felix kept him in prison in Caesarea for two years. Finally, Caesar decided to replace Felix due to other accusations that had been made against him. A ruler named Festus took over as the new governor. Three days after arriving in Judea, Festus traveled from Caesarea to Jerusalem. He was a kinder and much wiser ruler than Felix had been. Festus realized how important Jerusalem was to the Jews, so he wanted to meet with the Jewish leaders there as soon as he could. When they got together, the first thing the leaders did was present their charges against Paul. They asked Festus to transfer Paul back to Jerusalem so they could question him. Once again, they were plotting to ambush the military entourage and assassinate Paul before he could arrive. Festus, who had not even met Paul yet, told them they should send some of their leaders back to Caesarea and make their charges against Paul there. After spending eight to ten days in Jerusalem, Festus then headed back to Caesarea. The day after he arrived, he reopened Paul's case and set up a new trial. He wanted to resolve this volatile matter immediately. So once again, Paul stood on trial before a Gentile ruler facing accusations from the Jewish leaders. And once again, his life was in jeopardy if he was found guilty. And once again, the Jewish leaders presented serious charges against him. Once again, they did not have any evidence to back them up. And once again, Paul insisted that he had done nothing wrong against the Jewish law, the temple, or Caesar. Now Festus was in a bind. He wanted the Jewish leaders to accept him as their new governor, but he also felt that Paul was innocent. As a compromise, he decided to ask Paul to return to Jerusalem and stand trial one more time on the same charges. But because Paul was a Roman citizen, his trial could not be moved without his permission, and Paul knew this. He also knew that he had no chance of receiving a fair trial in Jerusalem. So he replied like this, I am now standing before Caesar's court. This is where I ought to be tried. I have done nothing wrong, as you know very well. If I was guilty of something that deserved the death penalty, I would not refuse to die. But these charges are not true, and no one has the right to turn me over to the people who are accusing me. Therefore, I appeal to Caesar. Since no decision had been reached in the governor's court, Paul had the right, as a Roman citizen, to make this appeal and stand trial before Caesar himself. Festus consulted with his own lawyers. They advised him to grant Paul's request. You have appealed to Caesar, so to Caesar you will go, Festus declared, and the court was adjourned. Paul was finally going to Rome, a city where he had longed to share the gospel for many years. But instead of going as a missionary, he was going as a prisoner. Think about it. Regardless of how the odds are stacked against us, God is still in control. 
If we are willing to walk with him, God will take us where he wants us to be. God wanted Paul to go to Rome, but there were many people, like Felix and Festus, who needed to hear the gospel before he left Judea. So on the way, God led Paul on a winding route that intersected with their lives. In Isaiah 46, 9, the prophet Isaiah explained that nothing and nobody can keep God from accomplishing his plans for our lives. He quoted God when he wrote, Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. From the east I summon a bird of prey, from a far-off land a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that I will bring about. What I have planned, that I will do. Now go, knowing that God is in charge of your life today.